Hey, honey, want to try something different this weekend? Ooh, what do you have in mind? Have you ever role-played before? Uh, you mean like whips and all that other scary stuff? Oh, no, I'm talking about rolling some dice and playing some Dungeons and Dragons. Or even trying something like a cool new board game or a collectible card game like Magic the Gathering. Oh, that sounds way better than the other thing. <laughs> NobleKnight.com is your one-stop shop for all things role-playing, board, wargaming, and collectible card games. Noble Knight Games is committed to providing you with the best possible selection of new and used products with a selection of over 100,000. Everything on the site is in stock and ready to ship to you worldwide. Discounts are available, and you can expect reasonable prices for rare items. You can even sell or trade your stuff to them. NobleKnight.com, where out of print is available again. So I can be the elf this time, right? Oh, honey. <laughs> Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors. With dice and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today, our legends come from the halls of This Week in Geek. An unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts come together to save the day in These Warriors Are Terrible! Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Hey guys, welcome out to These Warriors Are Terrible, brought to you by NobleKnight.com, where you can get pretty much anything that is out of print it's probably available again, but also offworlddesigns.com. Use promo code BROHOOF to get 10% off your entire order. Trust me, they supply me with all my awesome t-shirts. They don't suck. But guys, before we start today's terrible adventure, which we're playing in the world of Pathfinder from Paizo Publishing, big thanks to them for supplying me with some of the adventure material that we have today. I do have to start today's episode on a rather serious note. A friend of Twig and a former intern for us, A.J. Bernard's father, Dennis, unfortunately passed away yesterday. Uh, well, when we were recording this yesterday, so on Friday, uh, May 10th, or very, very early this morning on the 11th, unfortunately passed away due to a rather sudden illness. So our condolences to the Bernard family. We're dedicating these episodes to Dennis because I know he liked funny things. He enjoyed his son being a geek and a nerd with D&D &D and everything. So to you, we dedicate these four hours of utter stupidity. Now, let's start the show I was planning on doing for the last two weeks. I am your host, Mike the Birdman Dodd, your game master for this adventure. But I'm joined on my left by Toronto's greatest supervillain. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dr. Holocaust, and we will be playing Pathfinder today. I'm very excited. Now, we will get around to character names after this, because I know you have a flair for the dramatic, as always. And I'm joined by the SpaghettiO himself... You know, one day you're going to get over that. Uh, it's no, Big Mike likely. from the 404s as well as the Sage Abyss. I believe that's all I'm doing right now. Yes. And we have uh, another guy who I love his very descriptive uh, form of attire today. Oh, yes. I'm wearing a shirt that says shirt on it. <laughs> you're so meta. Yeah, I, I had it made. Uh, I'm Tom. He's an evil genius white. And I'm joined beside Tom by a man who I consider to be among the most intelligent of all my friends. Definitely the least stupid. Thank you. <laughs> Are those two terms I am uh, Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse. And of course, working the board the at the appropriated studio, which we've stolen. Oh, man. And we're probably broadcasting in international waters. So Holy those crap. Can't we've hijacked get us. We're like pirate radio How did now. we do this? 
We've hijacked the studio and we've taken it out to sea. <laughs> I don't want to warn everyone, but we've got four hours to live. <laughs> oh, crap, they're sending in the Marines! Oh, I'm Justin, Mr. Ecock. Ecock. <laughs> we Hi, love guys. Justin. Hi, so, everyone. Yes, Hi. guys, we are I've taking... I've situations. We are taking an adventure through the world of Pathfinder, which is like an open game license system. It's basically D&D 3.5, but the guys at Paizo have taken this and improved upon the original Dungeons and Dragons rules, made it really awesome, their own unique world. There's actually a comic book series you can get from Dynamite Entertainment, written by Jim Zubkovich of oh, Udon shit. Entertainment. Jim who is we, awesome. We've interviewed him on the show before, and I think we're supposed to talk with him again at some point. But I've wasted enough of your time. Let's get started with today's adventure of Pathfinder. Today's adventure I'm calling Nightmare Lake. So, as we... Open today's if we run adventure. To Jason Voorhees, I'm gonna be very upset. No, don't trust this me. This is a bad that time to note that I don't know how to swim. <sighs> if you learn, you're a halfling. You'll just float. Logs, never get on the boat. On <laughs> principle, I refuse to put points in swim every time I play D and D. I don't like swimming rules. They're complicated. I knew I should have portaged a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> we'll start as soon as I stop dying. <clears throat> Some okay. packages of water. Radio? Aren't we supposed to have cough buttons or something? Uh, I just rolled my d20. I've successfully passed my constitution check. Okay, so the adventure opens. You guys are on the deck of a mighty wooden <coughs> ship sailing across the open sea. You guys have been on the boat for probably about a week now. You've all come from your various homelands. You've been summoned by the high king of the land, King David the Brave. Is the boat's name Diversity? You actually don't know what the boat is called, actually. You've only we, ever we seen the captain like we, just, we can find out. We've got an rope old, on the boat. wooden we'll ship. No, we've just been calling it we'll diversity all week. Halfling! Halfling. Halfling. We'll same thing. We'll tie the halfling, and then we'll throw him over the edge, and we'll ask him to tell us what the boat's called. <laughs> it's called the Amistad. <laughs> Not called the Amistad. <clears throat> the, sh the ship's name is Orpheus, and it is commanded by... Oh, i got to Google that. That's don't look back! Don't look back! It is uh, being captained by a uh, very tall half-orc. He looks, well, kind of dingy, you know, but, you know, he looks like he's spent a lot of his time on the seas. He's very rough, but he's very capable. His crew, mostly made up of of humans, the odd halfling who works some of the uh, kind of lower deck stuff, basically because they can get into the small spaces and fix things. So, you guys are on the deck of the boat. You guys are probably just a couple hours outside of port, and the person who all brought you together is on the deck. He's uh, the king's messenger, and he is simply known as Ben. He is a half-elf. He's dressed in a simple brown robe, but he carries the royal seal on his left breast of his robe, and uh, he carries a very respectable air about him. He seems very perturbed at uh, just the closer they get to land. And you guys have you guys have sat with him at dinner and on the deck talking over the last week, trying to get an idea of what's going on. You have a rough idea. You know, obviously, you're being summoned for a reason. You know that because when you guys were all approached by Ben, uh, he gave you guys a chest. He pulled it out of a bag of holding and said, well, if you choose to come with me, I will present you the items in this chest. These come from the royal vaults, items that have been captured by great adventurers or have been oh. gifted to the king over the last uh, couple of years. So they're, they're not horrible items. They're not horrible <laughs> items, but also you don't precisely know what all of them do. You know them. You know some of them are magical. 
but unless any of you have spellcraft, you don't know precisely what they do yet. So, Derek, do you want to go through? Hail you cursed items. Do you want to go through the items and uh, tell me, or basically, you do you want to roll a check to see what everybody's items do, so everybody knows? Yes. Okay, roll me a spellcraft check. (laughs) Hang on, we haven't even said who and what we are yet. Oh yeah, yeah. that might be useful. So we will. All right. So on the deck of the ship, you guys are all standing out there, and from our left, we'll just kind of go around the circle. All right, so I am playing a very standard-looking human rogue. So you'll see a human who's clad in very basic leather armor, stands about 5'9", medium brown hair, green eyes, younger man in his mid to early 20s. You know him as Grampton. <laughs> oh, really? Really? No, Connell, no. <coughs> his really? horse does not have a see, mustache, Justin, however. I should have asked if I could bring my boffer mason so I could beat him <laughs> to death. I'll, I'll, I'll think of a name. Well, you, guys, you go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. First off, there's, there's all the dice. There we go. Now we're ready. Oh, oh, man, there's no quiet way to do that. You rolled. <laughs> wow, there's so many ones. We're off to a good start. So many ones. Uh, yeah, uh, an older guy. He's got one of those horrible uh, beards that like start as the sideburns and just go to the mustache, and then there's nothing at the bottom. <laughs> Very religious. One of those horrible um, beards. He actually hasn't been saying much other than he's on a mission from God, and he's been kind of barking at different people for <laughs> you know not guys. washing their feet properly, and uh, and he just keeps polishing that big old shield that he carries around with him, giant symbol of Iomidae, the what, female goddess of law and judgment. I and don't wash my crusades. feet for religious reasons. He just. Shakes disapprovingly and goes back to drinking his prune juice. <laughs> it's good for the bowels. It's also a warrior's drink. Oh, God. I just had this. The second you said mission from God, I just imagined the Blue bro- Blues yeah, Brothers. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Um, You're all wearing all, sunglasses. You're you wearing... see, uh, leaning up against one of the masts, just a dwarf who's strumming a guitar. Not a lute, a proper guitar. And he's not. he's been talking to a lot of people. He's been playing a lot of music that can't quite be identified in this world. But were he in a more civilized world, it would be called rock. Yes. The rock of mages. All right. Moving well, like on. Like a stone? Do you guys have names yet? You got stone music? For the people music? at home, I am shaking my head. <laughs> he's a stone musician. Stop being meta. Okay. Uh, my character is named Arkari, but most people call him Nash because of his teeth. Um... He's mostly human, but he's one-eighth hobgoblin. And, uh... On his mother's side! Actually, yes. Don't talk about that. Um... How do I sum up this character? He's kind of, um... Is he a circus freak? No. Is Um, it the teeth? It's the teeth. Is it the teeth of the hobgoblin? You you kind of always see the teeth first whenever you look at them. That one hobtooth? So that means he's always smiling, though. He just well, has... Well, it's, he has many <laughs> levels of disguise, so whenever you look at him, you only see his teeth. You kind of forget to notice the rest of him. <laughs> well, you don't see him smile very often. He's not impressed by does. our mocking of his teeth on the boat for the last week. <laughs> I dubbed the Cheddar Tooth. Do you have How many bites does it take for you to get to a center of the apple? Negative one? Funny. <laughs> how is it negative one? Does the apple grow another apple the when he tries to eat it? Like, how does that even work? <laughs> he looks the at the apple, apple and, and it bites itself in the air. The, really the distracting. apple has a really high AC. It's been really distracting seeing him walking around this boat with an apple stuck to his tooth all week. I just gotta say, like, <laughs> will so will not just pick that out already? 
Uh, so what is your character class, since we're trying well, to figure that out? Well, my character is a fighter, and okay. he specializes in daggers. I like it. I put here that... I think his... you could use it as a toothpick, right? He throws his teeth at people. <laughs> I would give you a bonus Not to that. You could you get, did. like, a feat in improvised weapons and just fight with your teeth. <laughs> Nah, they're not that tooth. pointy. I just have like, a couple of fangs. Snaggletooth foo. They're slightly fangish. <laughs> I'm not sure. Some some humans have more sharp teeth than I do. Yeah, they're called um, vampires. Humans! Moving on. Not <laughs> vampires. I'm a halfling oh. with sharp teeth. I, I did put that my hair is rusty and eyes are also rusty. Interesting. That's what it says on the page. Literally wanna... made from corroded metal. <laughs> He's actually got there's a lot of oxidization going on there. <laughs> he naturally oxidizes. It's a glandular condition. Well, it's not we don't while... talk about it. It's not going to be better while he's at condition. sea. From his mother's side. From his mother's side. Moving on, for the love of God. <laughs> I don't like the cleric. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all batting well when it comes to you. <laughs> all right, um... I am playing a halfling sorcerer named Galvar Goodbarrow, and if you make a joke about my name, I'll melt your bloody face off! Now, why would I make a joke about your name? <laughs> I, I can think of at least five right uh, now. He is a halfling, so he basically looks like a hobbit. Uh, he wears no shoes, he has very hairy feet. Bad barrel, wash your feet. I don't wash my feet! God Religious reasons! It. It's so filthy! That's good! It's protective filth! <laughs> For the past week, I've been trying to mount him on my quarterstaff so I could have a magic item. Um, <laughs> he... Uh, the most noticeable thing about Galvar is that his hair is the color of spun copper. It doesn't look like it should be a natural color on any organic being. Um, and it's just very odd. Um, it's a curse. It's a family thing. A curse? Uh, on my mother's side. I, I can help with curses. It's not a curse. I think it's a curse. It's not a curse. Guys, I think he's cursed. It's, it's a not a bloody curse, human! I, listen, Bad Barrel's curse. You can't understand the pain and angst of the halfling! <laughs> I was, um, was going to pass the halfling some of my drink, but now I'm not going that to. Noise. I don't like him. Um, he's loud. He's full he, uh, of I don't like him. He <laughs> spends time in the hold with a dog. It is a Welsh corgi the size of a Great Dane. Is it named Brocious? No, it's named Corgus Maximus. <laughs> And it is fitted for a. It has a saddle fitted for it, and it so, appears to be his best friend. So it's Brocious. Bro oh, and I, I forgot to mention that my character owns a chicken named Reginald. Oh, right. And I don't think Big Mike and I told our names at all. Yeah. 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 Uh, my name is Brock von Hellschmacker. <laughs> of course it is. <coughs> oh, yeah. Sounds I, like a good dwarven name. Is what? your band called Hellschmack? No, it's not. That's the family name. I'm the black sheep. Everyone else kills demons. Oh, he rocks that's out to them. so metal! It's pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah! It's not bad. It's pretty great. I kind of like him. Justin, what's your name? Oh, Soth. Hi. Sock? Soth. Soth. With the teeth. Soth. Okay. Soth. Like sloth without sloth. the L. Okay. Soth. Soth. Soth Greyhand. All right. I like that. Uh, do you have a name yet, Connell? Eustace T. Willigan. T. Willigan? Um, perhaps, or that, or Sven Wargarbles. We're calling you Sven. <laughs> I like Sven. Okay. Sven it's, Wargarbles, it's really easy. Really. Okay, so. So Sven, Derek, Bad Barrel. The group, I'm presuming, rocker. has gathered all their items. Yep. And, well, Ben has said if you wish to know what they do, we're only a few hours out of Freeport. Perhaps now is the time. Let me get my monocle. Well, while he's examining that, can I use my bardic knowledge to, because I'm a bard, mm -hmm. uh, to look up information <laughs> no. about Freeport? Yes. 
Cool, I'm going to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, Looking for anything above a 12. I got an 18 naturally. Awesome. All right, so Freeport, you know, is this, it's a very large city of trade, commerce. Occasionally, it's a little bit crime-filled. It's not the most savory element. Pirate it, crime? Pirate crime, but... PR. But uh, it is the main entrance into this part of the world. Basically, you have to pass through here to get to the, basically, the village you have to get to. We're going to get mugged. <laughs> um, so, Mike, could I use spellcraft or could I use uh, use magic item? No, you would have to use spellcraft or knowledge arcana. Which My spellcraft role is better. Okay. I'll say it's it, it'll be a higher difficulty. But, uh, yeah, roll it, and I'm looking for anything above a 15. Ooh. Mm. Can I take 10? Uh, if if you, we have hours and hours or yeah, days. Yeah, you've, you've got hours or days. You could take a 20, and it'll take you pretty much until you roll in the port if you want to do that. Uh, if I take 10, you I'll get of, a 15 on bad. every roll. You kind of know then. something or you don't, right? I don't know if you can really take 20 on knowledge. No, you can. There, there oh, is a rule. spellcraft. There's a rule yeah. where you can yeah. just take like take 20 on something, which is... It takes just, 20 times as, as long. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's... Um, if you have the time for as it. As long as it's okay, a skill so you're that gonna take a 10 there's on no it? penalty for yeah, failure. Yeah, I can take yeah. 10 and succeed on all okay, of the Okay, so after a few hours of spending, you're probably still another good hour and a half outside of port. You, you could see Freeport in the distance. But you spread the items out on the deck. You start kind of concentrating on them, referencing stuff you've learned through being a sorcerer and just remembering bits of lore that you've heard. You're able to identify all the items. You don't know their specific names, but you know what most of them do. I'm going to make up names for them anyway. Okay, then. Uh, Start with Connell's magic items, which what do you have? I have a crossbow of lightning, uh, boots of featherfall, and ring of the chameleon. Someone gave you their utility item? Yeah, I traded it to Tom. What's that? Well, you have three, though. That's okay. If, if you traded it. Yeah, I asked if we could trade the items, and you guys said that was cool, so I yeah. took the boots off of the one card, the ring off another, and then you guys gave me the crossbow. Well, who has only one item, then? I don't know. I don't know. There was an extra card. Yeah, there was, there was, there was, there was the extra card. Okay. Yeah. yeah and okay. he is the uh, thief in the group. <laughs> so, therefore, I think it's appropriate. you have Thunderstrike. Excellent. The mighty crossbow, formed by the mighty gnome crossbow maker. Sir Nobish Pants. Uh, Halfling, um, how long gonna... is this gonna go on for? <laughs> can, can I can I roll to detect bullshit? <laughs> you could roll sense motive. You could. <laughs> um, anything above a five succeeds. Eleven. Yeah. Oh, can I make a bluff check? I analyzed mine too. <sighs> I really um, should have prepared silence what, today. Uh, what do you have, uh, Justin? <laughs> so I got a stick and I got a sword. It's pretty great. Oh, you have you took the flame tongue? Yes, yeah, the one. You have the great sword Firebrand! Ooh. And a stick from the tree of life itself. That seems kind of sacrilegious, but sure. Does it work? Does it in fact heal and bring back the dead? Let's find out. First, let's start with the Firebrand. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I definitely postulate that we, uh, that we should test this equipment <laughs> immediately. On what? Well, there's a perfect, corgi. there's a perfectly good halfling. There's a perfectly right good here. giant demon corgi. You will the... not touch Corgus it's Maximus. It's clearly a demon, dude. You will not touch him. Right. What kind of dog has a saddle? 
Couldn't you got in a pony I like a normal person? I ride him! Couldn't you got in a really pony like a normal person? It's tradition! Where? Well, he does, he does ride it. He's just Alex. looking at you all strangely. He's so defensive. Ben is over oh. at the far corner Trio of the deck. Just... Um, a ball of something smoking appears in his hand. Look! Nobody's testing anything on me or my dog. Look, 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 I think he's look, got some look, traumatic look. Oh, issues guys, he's got to deal with guys, here. Guys, guys, come down, come down. Come I'm down. taking a very big swig. Talk it. <laughs> uh, he from while I'm talking. closes his hand and the ball vanishes. Come, come. Now, now, we're not saying oh, man, we're going to test you. anything. We're just seeing if we can upgrade the dog. By bringing it back to life from the dead. Yeah, because if you come back to life once, I mean, odds are it you can come again. It occurs to me, however, that what if one of us were to die within the next 24 hours? Then the stick wouldn't work on us because you raised my mouth yeah. after you killed it! Yeah, that would suck. So I guess we shouldn't do it then. I guess no. not yet. No. no! Not yet, no. Let common sense prevail! What's his weapons called? I point over oh, to yeah. the Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, musician. Mike, what did you get? Uh, I got the faux hammer and the bracelet of swift escape. Bohemian oh, my. street performer. Rage Bane. That is a mighty weapon. Of he gets a cool it will name. fill you with righteous anger. Well, yeah, because I said nice beware. things about the dog. Beware, though. After you wield it, you may find yourself weaker for it. I'm a dwarf. Beware. He's really dramatic. Yeah. He's now, when, he, when he names the item, you actually do recognize that name. Well, I would. I'm a dwarf. That's because that we that weapon was actually used to slay a very large copper dragon a couple of hundred years ago. Oh god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you recognize it pretty quickly. Wait, was this used to slay my ancestor? You don't know. Dun dun dun. <clears throat> I don't like that weapon. It has an ill aura about it. it what about these things? Yeah, I jangle cool. the bracelets. Oh the Sorry, which were the bra uh, bracelets of swift escape? Oh my. Those bracelets, however, contain within them the flight of the fairy. They will allow you to move swiftly away from battle. <laughs> See, because I'm a bard, I can actually understand the gibberish that's coming out of his fairy mouth. Flight. Mm. Well, actually, those <laughs> bracelets escape. actually teleport you. You Twice actually shift planes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't oh, wait, that. shift planes? Yeah, like no, you like. Fairy flight. It's already been named. It's in canon now. Yeah, well, it's written down. Roll it. You <laughs> step sideways from the sun. Screw that. I'm going to Sigil and leaving you all guys in the lurch. Very well, then. And you, you have Shadow Fang. I haven't even shown it to you yet. <laughs> I, I spent the no, last several hours haven't. looking at it. It's been like <laughs> the ghost dagger. It will yeah. strike that which is already dead. What did you call it? Shadow Fang. I don't like it. And then a lightning bolt cracks in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that again. Shut up, Bluker! I'm gonna name it whatever I want. No, it's already in canon. I don't change what it's called. I like it's just like yes, that is Shut up, How about I call my dagger whatever the hell I like, and you just shush? Exactly. I like this man. I'm calling mine Fire Sword. How unimaginative! You're the bard. He has no poetry in his soul. I like it. Have you heard of the healing powers of Iamide? I also have these <sighs> earrings. Ah, uh, yes. Those earrings will allow you to whisper to your allies across close distances. God help us all <coughs> if Derek ever GMs. <laughs> oh, that's coming. I know. That's coming. Bring uh, Anvil. I'll put, the, I'll put the earrings in my sack of things. <laughs> 
Yes, I have a sack full of odds and ends. No, no. I just imagine yeah, actually, I just, just imagine like a burlap sack that says things on yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to go with his shirt, exactly. shirt stuff. Every everything is properly meticulously labeled <laughs> in does. his equipment. Nash, in fact, also has OCD. Um, yes, and this is Ice Fang, and it is very cold, and it's made of iron. And I'll just take this plain white tiara for myself. Talking? You look very pretty in it. It holds my hair out of my eyes. Can we sell him to someone? As a now, if, if you guys want to roll a perception check, you do notice something about that tiara. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> to any of you magicians, you may want to roll your spellcraft as well. 18 altogether. 18? Uh, uh, what did you get? 12. Eight. 18 altogether. What are we rolling? Perception. Perception. Oh, okay. Or sp- I, I did spellcraft. Yeah, okay. I did spellcraft. I got an eight. Okay, so you rolled a 12? No, I got an 18. 18, and you got a natural 18? I got 18. Okay, so you three do notice when he puts on the tiara, <laughs> there... <laughs> it's a circlet, but whatever. It's a circlet, whatever. Um, oh, here we it's, go. It does kind of extrude kind of an evil energy. You do feel some... It's like... If something got pulled out of the grave, like it was just freshly buried and someone came back and grave robbed it, that that's what this thing feels like. It doesn't feel right. It's got like crappy hot topic rhinestone. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been imagining it. it um, it's it made like Avril out Levine. Of... It's got the Ruby Gloom logo and set in front of it. <laughs> Actually, it... Um, could I do a knowledge d- dungeoneering on it? You do, yes, okay. Actually, yeah, because if, like, know... if, if it's something that's been plundered from a tomb, then I might... And what about knowledge, religion? Yes. There's a skull on it! Yeah. Ten altogether. You... Seventeen. You've heard of items like this similar, Screw though. It, I'll try. You know this is something from the school of necromancy. God it damn it, I'm gonna from... have to kill you now. It... I got a one, what did I get? <laughs> you think it makes puppies appear. It's very bad. It's the most metal crowd you've ever seen. It's so bad. When you roll the, when you look at it through what your religious text text, you've heard of a vampire lord who existed probably about a thousand years ago, who crafted this to command an army of the undead. But this was one of his failed experiments, and he gave it to uh, loyal followers. Maybe you shouldn't put that on. You guys, I'm serious this time. I think it's cursed. You think everything is cursed? No, That's cursed. You, 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 you don't don't think everything is cursed. Yeah, you said the big dog one. downstairs was cursed. Well, he might be, but this one, I'm guys, kind of okay with I this. think, oh, my God, I swear to You think I everything's cursed. The ocean's the cursed. Goddess. Things are mating in it. All you right. think the foredeck is cursed? You they said that my feet were cursed because I, want... I don't wash them. You I... said I was cursed. That's, That's not entirely untrue. The I... god of halflings decreed that we not wash our feet. Fair enough. He but... was wrong. I'm just saying, when when you're all like zombies, I, I will just destroy you all. I just no no no. I'm completely wait. in favor of destroying the undead. You I'm also a, I have a trick for just, that. I'm just saying. I don't. Okay, fine. And I'm because just... you did roll <sighs> so high, no. Justin. You do notice something very faint of a dark energy coming off of the ghost dagger as well. Oh my god, you guys, these are so evil. This isn't gonna go well. It doesn't quite, it doesn't feel as evil as the circlet. Oh my god. But it definitely feels like something bad has happened with this. This this is gonna end badly. So, as you guys identify the items... I write all this into my diary. By his confessions. 
by his very obvious discomfort, I know that these items are now fantastic and awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of my read on it. Uh, you guys. So Ben walks over to you. My friends, we will soon arrive in the city of Freeport. Then it's probably about half a day's travel to the castle. So I don't think we're going to live that long. That being said, I'm so pessimistic about things. Live life. I guess I should reveal a little bit of what's kind of going on. Your picking was not entirely at random. Our court uh, seer actually has chosen you specifically. In fact, there are. There no, are, really? You've been spying on us? Mm. So you've heard I love of us? There's no denial. He pauses. Okay, in my defense, he was dead when I got there. <laughs> he goes. In my defense. The bras were thrown at me. <laughs> the he, bandit stole that gold first. I stole no panties. <laughs> I did he everything goes on to explain. I was really certain he was a demon. <laughs> Taking re- a step back from him. <laughs> he goes on to say, um, for the last couple of months, our kingdom has not been doing well. In fact, there's something very wrong with the king, so... He knows you're coming, but only because the court seer convinced him that this needed to be dealt with. And what specifically is going on? You guys have dealt with people who are, would be considered mad, I would presume, at some point in your lives. You know, the, the oh, touch yeah. of insanity. Yeah. Oh, okay. So not like, mad before. You mean, angry. You mean demons. Every, t- every night the angry king... Angry people? Possessed people. Possessed. Every night the king goes to sleep and wakes up the following morning, something's different about him. Like different, like he has a new hair color, or different as in he likes chicken more than he that, did the day before. There's a look in his eye that isn't that wasn't there the night before. Oh, that's called a hangover. <laughs> no, so that's a, a demon. That's a demon, wait, guys. Wait, it's on, a demon. Yeah, he has a different look each time he wakes up. So, like, is there a day he wakes up and it's blue steel? No. <laughs> he definitely seems <laughs> more prepared. Get bed. <laughs> well, yes, he poses. Well, do, do you mean something more more than he seems that he has a different look in his eye? Do, do you mean that he's making pronouncements all of a sudden, like, "Oh, we should give this country to that black dragon over there, and we should give this land to the elephants"? Actually, he has given away a majority of some of our forts. To who? Well, there he's made deals with certain orc bands, which were not predicted. He's let certain. Trade routes go undefended. Yeah, when you start handing out like cursed items to the adventurers that you want to help you out, I'm thinking he's well. You a have demon. to follow what the king says. Now sure. these items, yeah, 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 some of them totally are awesome. of dubious qu- heritage. Of dubious heritage, but they were won so by champions of the kingdom. So we evil. presume they're not dangerous. I only found out what they did once your sorcerer here identified them. I was just to deliver the box. Good How, job, Ben. Well done. <laughs> How very responsible of you. (laughs) I figure the less I know about certain things, the better, because this is where it gets strange. Like I said, the king wakes up every morning with a different look in his eye, and what our court seer has told us, someone is going into his dreams every single night and stealing knowledge and sanity from him. I think someone's playing... the Inception horn. Yeah. I think think what's happening, we're, we're pretty sure this is happening, someone wants to drive the king mad. We're not precisely sure why. I mean, his family's still standing with him at this time, but even the queen grows a little tired of 
what's going on with the king. He may not be fit to lead too much longer. Well, it's kind of got to suck every morning when you wake up and your husband goes, blah, 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 chicken, blah, 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 honey, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's been a challenge for us that to maintain. That was out of character. <laughs> something, it's been difficult for us in court to maintain that he is still fit to lead, which is why he often leaves matters of the court to people like myself. Who stands and the to queen. profit most mm. from this? There are several rival kingdoms on the side who definitely wish to take the resources we have. Could it possibly be the who? court seer? We don't believe so. The court <laughs> seer has been with the king since they were since they were children. Yeah, that'd be way too easy. Oh yeah, because that just rules him could right be out. Orcish magic. The orcs have their pagan shamans. Have you seen an orcish ritual spell? It, it literally consists of finding human skin and banging it against a rock, saying, we summon thee I know, they're fascinating! No, it doesn't work! There are several enemies who could do I this. I stole his skull, I have his power! There was a they deal... over their eyes! He did cross a dragon a long time ago. What kind of dragon? It was also a copper dragon. Hmm. Okay. Uh, An ancient one. However, quick, though... Quickly, out of, out of game. Yes. Um, does this follow the same system as in 3.5 where the metallic dragons are good and the chromatic yes. dragons are evil? Yes. Okay, so a copper dragon would technically be of good descent. Yes. So he angered a good dragon. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Copper dragons are typically playful and jokesome. He made a deal with them. There was a large amount of wealth exchanged, and there was some land given. Oh, that's nice. But... Hmm. Normally, the copper dragon would help defend this kingdom when the king asks. Until they killed it. But we haven't seen him for a number of years. And I'm holding a drag, uh, a hammer that killed a copper dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hide this in my bag. Don't worry. And yes. never Probably use it. a good idea. Ever. Like, he may be holding evil, but I'm holding a bullseye. Yes, it now, certainly is a bullseye. Another thing that we've noticed along what's been going on over the last couple of months is we've had a number of disappearances in the kingdom. Using a lot of young women have been going missing. That sounds like... Virgins? Trolls? We don't know. Can I can I do a dungeoneering check to see what things kind of... That would be knowledge local area. To Here, I, gotta, I have I also gotta... knowledge local. If yeah, if you guys want to roll it, it uh, will be nine. high because you've never been here before. Okay, okay, but like, what kind of monsters steal yeah, women? You don't know. You have to roll. That's not a knowledge thing. Mm, yeah, it would be a knowledge 16. thing. Is that dungeoneering or is that something else? No, something else. That would be knowledge. knowledge. Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh man, Let's... rolled a natural nineteen, so Let's twenty-two on knowledge 22. local. You think it's... twenty? <laughs> I think two I think natural twenties. I'm not necessarily 20. sure, but I think sure. I've been to this port. I was just really <laughs> drunk last time. Yeah. You've heard, in this area, you know there are a lot of goblins. There's a lot of orcs. There's a lot of weird stuff that lurks in the forest. A lot of magical creatures. Mm. But as for things that steal women, any number of things could do it. There's nothing though that's like particularly known. Yeah, for there's stealing nothing particularly women. known. But you do know there was a very bad vampire problem in this area about probably ten years ago. I'll and, relay that to the rest of the party. And mm. other than that, they, they did defeat the Dark Lord. For half a second, it did I thought cost you said the umpires. kingdom dearly. You're out. There yes, was... they, have, they had a terrible problem of people that run baseball games. <laughs> <laughs> Many bad calls were made. We lost the pennant because of it. <laughs> there was a there was several forts that fell. Little League championship. And one of the estates that was in and the family was also it. abandoned. 
One because of the estates of, was abandoned. Yeah, because they... Hey, our new home. Too which much evil had occurred Guild there. Guildhall. Yeah. <laughs> which, which estate was that? Uh, can we, called can we squat there? I'm going to turn it into a church, just so you guys know. And it was basically... It was the king's family summer job. home. <laughs> Chapel. And that's where they raised a lot of the people who would grow up around the family, but the king's wait, family would spend summers wait, there. Wait a minute. You mentioned summer homes, so some of his possessions might have been there. Yes, they Perhaps are ban- very personal possessions. So we're all going there first, right, before we meet our <laughs> boss? It would actually seem to indicate. I mean, this sort of magic would have to have something very yeah. personally related uh-huh. to him to take effect. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That's, that's not a bad idea because, I mean, from what I remember last time I was in this port and fantastically drunk, um, <laughs> the vampire problem after you said it was uh, it was taken care of, one of the estates that was abandoned was this Mirkwood business, and that was directly linked to the king. Yes. yes. Okay, so that we might, like, if, if nothing else, I think that we should investigate... Uh, because somebody might left behind um, some clues. Yes, I agree. Mike? In the form of money. Are you money. speaking to me or, or, I'm or to I'm talking to you. Okay. I rolled a Heirlooms. natural 20. Uh, and you're Very checking for the local clues. kind of knowledge here? Yeah. You know that Mirkwood Manor was abandoned due to the vampire and basically a very dark nexus of dark energy. Okay. It was left abandoned. Wait, do we have a hellmouth to deal with now? You don't know. Um, now, it the, does sit in the middle. They said they cleared it out, though. They said it was cleared out ten years ago. No you one's never been clear back. Out evil. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, that's great. Just clear out mm. the source of all evil, and then don't check up on it later yeah. for a decade. You have to clear these things with acid and fire, and then salt the ground afterwards. <laughs> Everyone knows this. You gotta, you gotta love that. Though. It's like, yeah, no, we killed the Dark Lord. Like, are you sure all the bad things are gone? And they look over towards Mirkwood, and there's just this big looming dark cloud. They're like. It's fine. <laughs> Rumble of thunder, purple lightning pierces the clouds. Like I'm yeah, it always sure. does that. You hear a few screams. Yeah. I have a headache. Can we kill things now? Okay. It's the house settling. Local ambiance. Yes. You hear like screaming in the distance. Like now nah, it's just the house settling. It's it's spring. The house is groaning a bit with the change of the seasons. <laughs> What about oh, those flayed bodies? Me. Oh no, th- that's just peasant rituals. They do that all the time for fun. <laughs> Honestly, the neighborhood's there a bit safer. Yeah, yeah. All right. Help me, I'm being stabbed! Yeah, someone's just having a party. So as Ben <laughs> finishes relaying to you all this festival. information, <laughs> however, gentlemen, we do have to go to the castle. Yeah, we're never going to make There's it. There's going to be some... Right. You guys are going to receive some help. We do have a court oh. mage that's going to accompany you. We've got our spell slinger. Yeah. I don't like trained wizards. It's, They're uppity. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've been great up until now. Like, honestly, the magic the thing that's always an ulterior motive. Uppity. This, this is the court the battle mage. Godless. And this is magic the guy who should heathens. probably go with you. Because he's you, going to lead you through the forest. You have magic. <laughs> Divine magic. That's still from magic. The, from, the, from the true lords of... God, you can't even finish the sentence to make that argument. I like I like how religious arguments are just as good in the fantastical realm as they are in reality. <laughs> I draw my power from an ancient bloodline of sorcery, leading why. back to the most ancient and powerful of beings. Yes, yeah, so, we sh- so we should have a, a court mage with us. Just in can case. I, can I mount him to a stick and use him as a magic wand? Yeah, it would be fine. Excellent. Okay. Depends on how big so he is. You're cleared. No. The ship halfling. Same thing to a the dwarf. The ship clears into Freeport. You guys uh, emerge. It's it's getting pretty late. Um, like the sun has begun to set. You guys have come into port. You're docked. 
There's a lot of activity on the dock, ships being loaded and unloaded. You see a lot of different <laughs> kinds of people. You see gnomes, ha you see everything here. You even see a couple of bugbears that seem to be guarding one particular ship. Doesn't look particularly savory either. You're thinking probably some kind of some kind of a pirate captain. Now, if anybody wants to roll a perception what, check, yeah. What time yeah. of day um, is it? It's probably around eight o'clock at night. Mike, Woo! I'm throwing up detect magic as we walk through the docks. <laughs> oh, like a you, there's definitely a couple sorcerers here. Uh, nineteen. Okay. 19. Okay. Uh, what are we rolling for, sorry? Perception. 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 Uh, that's Mike, you notice something. Ooh. You so notice... 11. 11. Okay, yeah. you two definitely notice something. You guys notice a man. You think it's a man. You see a, a, a figure in a silver cloak. He just kind of throws it over his head. He's definitely a drow. You notice that for sure. That definitely stands out. Ooh, if it's Drizzt, I'm going to use one. I was about to say, how many scimitars does he have? Yeah. You notice him as someone you know or could possibly be a very well-known assassin. Oh, so this is somebody I might know. Yeah, this being... is somebody you might know. He's definitely, you work in the same circles, but he's of a higher tier. Connell, what is it with you and hating something every campaign we do? Um, it's Saxons and now it's Drow. It was but, his wife. Because but he doesn't they're have both 3D required in this system. This time. Um... Everybody hates Saxons in the last system, and everybody, I'm pretty sure, show of hands, everybody hates the goddamn drow. <laughs> I'm ambivalent. Actually, I think I'm okay with that. But yeah, drow. you definitely recognize it. So Mike, I he'd be like the Tom Cruise of assassins, possibly. Yeah, like, possibly. It's kind of that, like, oh, shit, I think I just saw Tom Cruise. Yeah, um, sort like of one. Okay. No, I hate giants. I hate gnomes. I hate goblins. I hate orcs. Nothing on no orcs and goblinoids. I got nothing against drow. You might have drow by an extension, considering they're underfolk. They're yeah. elves, though. They're, yeah, yeah, they're scared of us. No, they're now, also another thing, Mike. Did you say you hate? Them? You may have actually sung songs about this guy. Oh, this guy <laughs> is not a, likely. He, well, <laughs> I know my songs. They're very dramatic kills. This this man has slain. He's brought down kingdoms. Are you sure it's not Drizzt? Yes. I will tell you that it is not Dritz. I'll tell you that right the fuck now. Do I know this dude's name by his rap? You, you yeah, do, do I know this? Like, I've it, sung you, songs about him. You've heard the name Silver Cloak associated with him. Okay. His cloak does have a lining of silver. He has these very big, dark ebony boots. Basically, when he walks, it's a very distinctive sound. Hmm. And it's something you just kind of pick up out of all the noise on the dock. Boing, it stands out. Boing, boing, His name yes. is Grizz, though. It's not, Zeared. Not much of an assassin if uh, he stands out so much. But yeah. he's also not afraid of it either. Well, yeah, he's like oh, shopping yeah, around right now. He's currently the deadliest man on the docks. Let's not fuck with him. Yes, oh, hell no, we fuck with him. <laughs> Someone hold my guitar. i got to pretend to be a normal dwarf. <laughs> um... Mike? Yes. You said I mentioned, I noticed a couple sorcerers specifically, not wizards? Yeah, no wizards. At least, well, you're not entirely sure. Okay. Basically, you detect the aura of magic, but, you know, it could be, like, they could also be bards. You don't know. You just know there's a lot of magic so, on the docks. Does mm -hmm. anyone mind if I bump into him? I kind of want to see if this guy's legit. Do it. Okay, well, cool. we do have one resurrection per day. Yeah, two of us. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to know that this works. Yes. Let's, let's field test it. So, Berman, okay. I hand one of the guys my guitar, and I take out the hammer. I'm just kind of trotting, pretending to be a typical drunken dwarf, because that's my dodge. Not not my dodge. The hammer feet. is cultural? Yeah. Like, that's going to be your play? Yeah, pretty much. I'm, just okay. gonna, I'm actually going to bump into him. Oh, hi there. You tall. Oh, look at that. Mr. Drow thinks he can go on the shot foot. What makes you think you're so important? I've been back in my day. I'm just going to keep talking until he interrupts me. He just kind of looks at you. <laughs> Roll me your bluff. 
Yeah. Oh. Mike, did you end up taking bluff? Yes, I did. That was. Yeah. Mike, you done goofed. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> what did he roll? Oh, he rolled good. Six plus 18, 24. 24? Surprisingly, you convince him. <laughs> He's just. This is what I do. Looks at you. You're a very interesting fellow. Who are you? Oh, me? I'm. I'm drunk. Who are you? Your big eyebrows and your eyebrows are gone for miles. Uh, just as a side note, I've, I'm sidling up as this happens because I'm very curious to see what goes down. Yeah. I'm watching from a safe 30 feet or more distance. He kind of folds his arms. He looks down at you. You've never heard of me. I've no, no, I'm not familiar with the gray drow circuit. <laughs> You'll hear about me soon. And he oh, walks away. You're famous. May I have your name? So I may say I met you. He looks at you very disapprovingly, basically that up Just and so down I kind of look. Just say I met a famous drow, because I've never heard of a famous drow before. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you feel the sudden deletion of being stabbed. <laughs> roll me your sense motive. He's going to roll his. What? My sense motive is I actually legitimately want to know about him. That's not a lie. Bitch gonna get stabbed uh, by the dogs. He didn't roll well, I'll tell you that. Uh, four plus 18. 22. I did. He, you, basically you convince him. He kind of throws back his hood. He looks like your typical drow. He's got that black as night hair, basically the big gray eyebrows. I thought Pure, you had silver hair. Yeah, silver yeah, hair. The, the silver black as night The skin. black skin, but yeah. the, the white hair. Not this one. Oh, oh shit! He's so, a unique drow, just like all the others. <laughs> so he has these utterly red eyes. Like, literally, you can almost see the lights of hell dancing in them. Oh, my, you're not a drow after all. Oh, I apologize. Drunk. You'll know my name soon enough. All right, then. Bye-bye. Not drow. Have a nice day. Okay, so do, would I know this guy's name now, having a better look at him? You know it's definitely Silvercloak. Okay. Definitely for sure. Now that you've kind of got it's it was the eyes were the big tip off. By the way, those of you playing the home the game, if you can cloak. guess which Scottish got character I am, more points po power to you. Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess right now, fat bastard? No. How I married an axe murderer? No. The Gerard guy Butler. from the oatmeal commercials? Shrek. 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 <laughs> Samurai Jack, you jerks. Oh. Oh, um, yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, that's show yeah, I haven't watched. Actually, I remember you posting this on Facebook. I should have clued in. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> meanwhile, back on the docks. Meanwhile, back on the docks. Where I joined the guys. Ben says... So, yeah, I think it's the, the guy. Ben well, made like, a silver cloak. Also, can I have my guitar back? Oh, yeah. Here. Here. Thank you. Ben says, probably better find a place for the night, and then totally we'll leave first thing in now. the morning to get to the we've castle. Been, we've been playing it, like, yes. the whole time. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I'd like to, savages, if it's all right. the guitar. I played a traditional walk along melody the docks on it. and see if there are any boats. I got that I basically consists of you banging it against a box. Expensive. That's a traditional gnomish melody. The one that he came in on looks very expensive. I'm going to avoid that boat. I'm going to... <laughs> no, no, we robbed the boat at not, night. No, you don't rob Silver Cloak's boat. <laughs> Why not? Because he's like the Tom Cruise of assassins. <laughs> Tom Cruise of assassins still has a running problem. Who's Tom Cruise? <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> he's like he, no, he's 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 an extraordinarily talented assassin. I would like to see if there are 
any uh, other expensive boats in the area. You see one or two. You recognize one or two of them carry the royal seal. One uh, seems to be a very well-known trading company. Oh yes, that one. And that one uh, does have a couple uh, has a couple of deckhands hang hanging out about it. They don't look particularly interested. They've all, they've loaded their stuff. They're sitting there having a smoke, eating a sandwich, sort of thing. They're just kind of waiting to for the rest of the boat to be unloaded so they can go I'm, to sleep. And... I'm going to see if I can go and uh, chat one of the deckhands. Okay. Um, I will walk up and be like, nice weather today. He looks up at the sky, yeah. Red sky at night, sailor's delight. Red sky, sky in the morning. morning. Sailor's take warning. Yeah, we're uh, not liking what it's going to be like tomorrow morning. We're likely betting we're probably going to be here for a couple days. Going to be here for a couple days, huh? That's what we're thinking. So what are you guys doing in town? Well... I'm gonna go find me a whore. I don't know about you. Every I mean, the, time, bird man. The the, the Every boat. What are you guys? Time. What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys shipping today? <sighs> Flour, wheat, some metal for some stuff. Oh man. Uh, sorry. I got a sixteen plus seven. So you're trying to get more uh, information out of bluff. Him? Um, I'm bluffing, basically telling him that I'm also a deckhand of uh, of another boat, and I'm just like you wearing know, making, your leather armor with your swords my, brandished. I don't have swords. <laughs> Oh yeah, whatever. It's a crossbow. Got. I have a crossbow on my back, but I just wear leather armor. Just, just... He goes, yeah, we're we're also supposed to pick up some stuff as well. We got <sighs> some fancy guy. I can't remember. They don't tell me much. We're supposed to transport uh, a couple fancy of fancy guy on board, huh? Yeah, likely some kind of official or some such with the royal seals and have you. We're thinking maybe some kind of an ambassador. We're not sure. An ambassador? No. She's kidding. really pretty. That's all I know. She. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to lie, me and the boys. All of a sudden, five adventurers sit some years go, huh? <laughs> Are there any whores? <laughs> there any girls there? Have I made them yet? I want to do them. And I'm assuming because she's such an important noble, she'll likely have to stay on the boat, not be seen about the usual uh, inns and such like that out here. Right? Actually, there is a rather an inn that's favored by the, the royalty here in town. What's that called? That's called the uh, Singing Dragon. Down singing to- Dragon? No kidding. Ooh. Kyle, can your voice get any higher as you're making this stuff? Did you say Canadian? You're making Singing Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, we're, we're probably... I know whoever paid for this shipment, like I said, we think it's likely the king. I think we're getting The king put himself up paid for this boat. <laughs> Mike's fucking dying over there. <laughs> it's like you can see the dollar signs in his cartoon eyes. <laughs> and now I'm going to end this conversation before my voice gets any higher. That's actually how his bluff works. The higher he goes, the more believable he sounds for some reason. It's like his superpower. Don't go away from this boat. I'm going to be back later with drinks. Perfectly undrugged drinks. <laughs> Anyway, Ben. Ben taps on the shoulder. I thank him. I thank him for his time. <laughs> um, I'll say I'll see him later or something like that. Uh, we'll see you there. What was the name of the inn? The Singing oh, Dragon. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there. I was talking to somebody. Ben taps you on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, we have accommodations for the night. Oh, wonderful! Yes, I will come along and join right. you promptly. So you guys oh. make it through the docks of Freeport. You guys come out into the city proper, cobblestone streets. The lights are lit. It it looks fairly quiet tonight, actually. I am riding my corgi. 
You ride your corgi through the streets of I love Freeport. How you ride your corgi, you're still not as tall. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> on the back of Corgus Maximus, I'm at about eye level with everyone else at the party. You guys arrive at the Singing Dragon. Where you guys are going to be staying in? You open up, in it's very nice, basically nice oak bar, stuff like that. Big chandeliers. The place is very mm. well lit. You almost wonder if the sources of light are actually magical. Uh, are sorry. they magical? Detect yes. magic. Yes. I'm sorry, did uh, Connell relay oh, yeah, this sorry, information? No, he didn't. The name of the ship okay. of the person I was talking on to. You didn't get it. Didn't get the name of the shit. Did I? Did I see the name of the ship on the side of the boat? It was written in in uh, Elvish. Oh, it's Elvish, of course. <laughs> So anyway, you guys arrive at the Singing Dragon. There's a lot of people in there. You see uh, some people are remarkably well-dressed. Likely the mayor mm. is in this uh, bar having a drink tonight. I uh, see a couple I of earn rough... some money. It it's... just occurred to me that my crossbow of lightning is effectively a taser gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, yes. can I roll a sense motive to see, um, to get any sort of idea of what Connell's character is up to? All right, roll... A post. Connell, you roll. Mm-hmm. Bluff, I it. assume. Yes. Right? You know, as he's licking his uh, lips and rubbing his hands, sorry. walking into this place, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Birdman, what's the name of our guy who's escorting us? Sorry. Ben. 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 Uh, ben. Ben, are we meeting the king tonight? No, but we are not alone here tonight. That's hmm. fine. Do you mind terribly if I make a little money while I'm here? I don't see why not. Excellent. I have to go speak with the ambassador. I'll be back. Uh, 17 versus your 11. Yeah. So where are we? You are at the Singing Dragon. Okay, um, are we at the tavern portion yeah, of the yeah, inn? Yeah, basically, okay. yeah. There's a big tavern downstairs. The upstairs is all the rooms. And there's a couple of, I guess the best way to would describe them would be royal suites. Oh, God. Okay, so natural 20 on perception, looking for an elvish noblewoman. You notice one just going up the stairs. Can I roll stealth? You're in a very packed room, but you could saunter over quietly. Yeah, I roll, run really quickly to the stairs. You know what? I, I, obviously, I'm noticing uh, him go, right? Well, in a packed I, room, you can still goes. sneak. Yeah, because you, you, like, you can just kind of blend through. I'm like, guys, group puddle, group puddle. Hmm? Okay, group what, puddle, what do we all want to? What do we all want to do? Like, are, uh, do you uh, want to try and figure uh, out who this chick uh, is? Well, okay, out of game or no, no, in game, in game. We're all huddling because I have a plan to give you guys. Out of game, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to rob someone's panties. No, no, I don't. I don't care. I don't care what you're going to do. I want to set up a dodge for everybody. A dodge. Well, it's oh, like what's our story? No, 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 no. I'm going to be a. I'm going to be a. I'm going to perform, and you guys can do whatever the hell you want while I'm performing, because everyone's going to be mesmerized by my performance. I suppose it's an opportune moment to mention that I can put people to sleep with the power of my mind. But elves are immune and to the magic power sleep. of your voice. <laughs> yeah. I have the power <laughs> Money. of music. And I hold up the guitar. The power of rock! Sorry. That's what I imagine you do. The power of that music strangely compels me. Exactly. So if you guys have anything you want to do, signal me. You do I'll notice start. those two bugbear mercs you saw on the docks are yeah. also in here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I don't like the. I don't like them. They they look kind of shifty. They're kind of off in the corner. You see them drinking with a few other people who look like maybe fellow mercs, but their their armor looks very expensive. A uh, twenty four stealth to make my way towards the stairs. That would be after you know conversation. All right, so you kind of work your way through the crowd, going, "Excuse me, pardon me." Well, basically, while he's doing that, he's so doing that everyone Creed has distraction. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's what you're doing. You're just Push pushing people through people. People, they don't really pay you any mind. They're just like, "Oh, whatever." Uh, Burman, while he's doing it, just so he has a little bit of help with the distraction, and every, anyone else, if they want to do something sneaky, I go to the bartender. I'm like, how much? How do I get up there to perform? Pay me five gold pieces, and uh, cool. 
cut at the end of the night. Excellent. I go up to the wherever the performance area is, mm-hmm. and I say, and I just slam my foot on the table. Um, actually, I take the doom the faux hammer out and I slam it onto the stage. All right, e pissant rich boys want to hear the music. You're gonna hear it. Do you have a profession or a per performance? Performance in guitar and song. Okay, uh, which one do you want to use? Both. Okay, roll me, roll me song first to get well, their I attention. Got, I gotta tell, uh, I gotta tell you what I'm doing. Okay, because I'm probably gonna get a bonus for this. Okay. So I take out my guitar and I say, "This is the greatest and best song in oh. the world." <laughs> <laughs> tribute. This is not the greatest song in the world. It's just uh, a tribute. Roll it. Seventeen plus, plus six. People turn and look at you. And you see a guy. You're pretty sure is the mayor. He's this. Uh, Kind of like a fat, um, a f- you see a long time ago, fat humanoid. He sits back. Does he like, have a sash that says mayor on it? <laughs> or does he have a mayo does, chain around his he neck? He does it's have mayo and it just added the R. He does have a large red sash. He's dressed in very elegant pearl. Basically, he looks very gaudy. Wait, 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 wait. But he's, he's loaded with rings and everything. And he's fat. And oh, he's yeah. kind of, is, is the mayor of Freeport Rob Ford? Yes, is the free oh part version of Rob yes. Ford. Okay. <laughs> so he's sitting yeah, there. Let me for, for those of you that don't know, look up Rob Ford on Google. He's the mayor of Toronto. No, be, We're almost be, done let, the episode. Let's be kind and just drop bore. Drop bore. Okay. Slob Ford. Anyway, so he, <laughs> he, he sits back in his chair with his big bodyguards, who's probably his white all over his chest. He's like, entertain me, dwarf. See, me and my brother Kyle, a long time ago, were going down a long, dusty road. And then I've heard this one before. A shiny demon in the middle of the road. And he said, play the best song in the world or I'll eat your soul. And the song was And then I would cast Radiant Light. <laughs> and we played the first you know thing what? that came to our head. President I cast so a light, light behind. I cast a light spell behind him. It was so the best backlit. song in the world. And okay, whatever you so, guys want to do, I'm done doing what I'm going to do. Do you want to do that? Um, I'm going to hit him with the light spell from behind. I want to go deal with the do bug the bears, course, but I think course. we have like one minute left yeah. on this. Yeah, hour. we got just a couple I, minutes I, left. Well, if you're from behind, then I've got the follow spotlight up in front. All right. Down. <laughs> All right. So you got bonus for Yes, you guys. They're, they are mesmerized for at least 20 minutes um, as you go on. Well, people are mesmerized. I want to go talk to the bugbears and the mercenaries and possibly find a way to steal their money. <laughs> All right, then. But I'm going to cut to Connell. I'm, I'm going right. to take right, my Connell, chicken so original, you sneak though, up for a while. the uh, like stairs, and uh, you come up into this long hallway, and you notice there's another set of stairs going up, which is probably leads to... The royal suites. The royal suites. Are you going to continue to sneak? I will continue to sneak. I'm, do I do I need to roll right. again or? Nope. So you because you rolled so well. So you're yeah. creeping along the hallway, mm-hmm. and you make your way up the stairs. You kind of very gingerly step on the stairs so they don't creak. You come in. You see three doors, which mm-hmm. are each of the presidential suites. These things are huge. You I see, will move to each of these doors, and I will smell for Elven perfume. You approach the first door. Roll me a perception check. Um, 14? You don't smell anything at the first room. You hear people in there. There's, there's people talking, but no women's voice. No women's voices. Uh, uh, Mike? Um, oh, man. While this is going on, I'm 
taking my chicken Reginald out for a walk. Okay. And just keeping my eyes open for whatever I see. All right. Carl, I challenge you to seduce this woman to the music of Tenacious D. Uh, yeah, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Duh and or hello, Mike. What do you think I was doing? I don't know. You're backing me up. This is great. (laughs) The cleric is completely mesmerized by the tale of defeating a demon with song. (laughs) A shiny demon, no less. You're so cool. (laughs) All right. I got I got a 19 on perception for the second door. Coming up to the second door, you definitely hear a woman's voice and a voice you don't recognize for sure. It's a male voice sounding very threatening. Very threatening. He's like, you're not leaving this room alive. Now, if you don't give me what's in that satchel, I promise you your relatives will not recognize you. I am going to ready my crossbow. Yeah. Connell, okay. um, bust open the door when I start when the song screams. <laughs> yeah, because I, I want to see. If, okay, ready the crossbow, and okay. I'm going to again using stealth. I'm going to attempt to open the door quietly and okay. like and move into the room silently. All right, roll me your stealth roll. This will be two separate actions. Okay, because you want to move quiet. All right, um, twenty-eight. Okay, so you reach open the door. It swings open very, very quietly. You see Silver Cloak staying there with this dagger. It looks. Like it's, it's hard to describe. It would be like it made out of this black metal, and it seems to be glowing with this inner hellish light. Oh, why didn't I get a sap? You look. <laughs> why at, didn't I buy a sap? You can still buy one. Technically. The elven run not, back. Not now. Go down to the bar. Ask him if he's got one. Buy his. The elven woman is kind of backing up slowly. She's got her her like arm raised, like she's ready to cast a spell. I am going to. And I know this is crazy. <laughs> but here's I'm, my number. Just I'm, like every other plan you've ever had. Made. I'm going to, with my crossbow, I'm going to see if I can shoot the knife out of his hand. Okay, so that's a combat maneuver Ooh. bonus. It is a disarming shot. Yes. Yes. So You've got good. better odds to shoot him in the back of the head. It's not going to kill him, though. He... Do you he, want to put electricity into that shot as well and see if you could shock the dagger while it hits him? Possibly. I all mean, right. it's a taser gun. If nothing else, you'll get, like, electric. Or technically, at the end of the day, you could pretty much just vent all the spells you got. Yeah, I can, I can try. I mean, I get it three times a day. I can add an extra D6 of lightning. But still, like, altogether, that's not enough damage to kill even me, and I'm a level one person. If he's, a badass, if he's a badass assassin, even if I catch him off guard, it's not going to kill him. God, this would well, be such depends. a great cliffhanger. <laughs> yes, oh, I, I, I will let him take the shot, and we'll see <laughs> what happens. All right, roll it. All right. Oh, God, come on, dice, don't fail me now. Oh, my God. That's a fucking 19. It's a critical. Oh, all right. So you fire your bolts. It is enough to beat his combat uh, defense bonus. That is the power of Tenacious D. <laughs> no, that is the power of the first act fight scene in one of these games. Do you not All have right. to reroll so to confirm in this? Fires out of not... it, the arrow huh? hits, and then this huge explosion of lightning happens. The dagger drops to the floor. He turns, looks at Do you. Do I have a chance to reload? No, that takes no? a full round. Crossbow, <laughs> like, fire! Bam! Okay, yeah, And so then each round t- is six seconds. It takes a full round to reload, eh? Yep. Damn, I wish I had a so dagger or something. the arrow strikes the dagger, knocks out of his hand, goes skittering across the room, and he looks at you. I believe the ladies said no. That's Mike cracking his knuckles for the listeners at home. <laughs> All right. 
And that is where we will leave off uh. this first adventure of oh, shit. Nightmare Lake. Stay tuned next week to find out what happens with Connell and the mysterious Silver Cloak and the Elven Ambassador. I just changed my childhood hero. I think we're going to see our first hero death. So this has been These Warriors Are Terrible. Be sure to check out our new website, thesewarriorsareterrible.com. Also, check out our sponsor of offworlddesigns.com. Like I said, use promo code BROHOOF to get 10% off your entire order. And, of course, noblenight.com, where out of print is available again. Proud sponsors of These Warriors Are Terrible. So for These Warriors Are Terrible, we have been... Dr. Holocaust. Big Mike. Uh, Tom, he's an evil genius white. Derek the Bard. And Mr. Ecock wondering, where did the bard get the drums? And, <laughs> and I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd saying, stay tuned next week. You have just listened to This Week in Geeks. These warriors are terrible. Did our terrible warriors succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence? And lastly, did someone get punched square in the goodie bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG systems you'd like the terrible warriors to visit? Do you have your own shameful, awesome, or just plain silly RPG adventures? Tell us with a comment on this episode post or email us at feedback at thisweekingeek.net. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. For these warriors are terrible!